Hello everybody, it's the Black Sports Entertainment Podcast. You have been Brian and Brian. And we have special guest stars. We have the puppies in here today. Um, hopefully they don't make too much of a ruckus. Uh, so yeah, first things first. Uh, you know, congratulations are in order. No, just just let Brian take over for like the next five minutes. That's what I'm saying. Congratulations so, are in order. Well, one of our own got a championship. We did it. Tom Brady came to to, to Tampa and he kind of, I guess he really wanted to put a stamp on that argument. But despite what everybody said, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are your Super Bowl champions. It's been a long time. It's been almost 20 years since I said that. Despite all the naysayers, what everybody said, everybody bet against us, but we showed up and we proved. We avenged all our losses. And Tom Brady kind of showed that we had a good thing going. And he, he put the icing on the cake. He decorated it. He he lit the candles. He 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 did it. Um Pretty much all I got to say about that in everybody's faces, everybody who ever had something to say, bet against us. In your face, insert Dave Chappelle gif. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean that, that that pretty much wraps it up. Uh the Bucks did I'm sorry, the Bucks front office did a great job assembling a team. That was literally a quarterback away, and they said we we don't even need the best quarterback. We just need someone who's not going to throw forty interceptions, or you know, give the ball away forty times in a season. It and so, so much I mean, difference. when that's the yeah, when 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 that's the criteria, and I think that's what Brian and I were trying to get get at last week was when when that's the criteria, anyone can do it. It just happened to be you know someone who's the, one of the best individual football players of all time. That man's just got a special mind though. I think like sure he's got the <clears throat> the 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 intangibles but I think like it's that special quarterback that also things like uh like Rodgers has where they just kind of understand the game on a different level where they're playing 3D chess and somebody yeah. else is kind of playing checkers, you know? Right. Sure, we got the people who can throw the ball down the field, but then you kind of get that mental aspect into it. And that's why I think that that's what does separate like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and like some of the older quarterbacks like Peyton Manning. I mean, that's even, just what separated even, even them. Even like Phil Rivers, you know? Like, like this past season, Phil Rivers had the mental part of it. You could just see he couldn't throw the ball. You know, we talked mm-hmm. about that as well. He couldn't put the ball where he wanted to put it. You know, he was he was limited in the aspect of like his physical was led him down at, at that point in his career. Yeah, and also kind of the same approach that like Le- like LeBron's taken that people just realize that if you you just gotta invest in your body, and and if you really 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 keep up with your body year round twenty four seven, you can continue to have like a lengthy career. And now I think that that's how next up Russell Wilson is investing in himself like this. Do you want to know why I don't necessarily think that Wilson will have the career that those previous quarterbacks that you've been talking about will? It's going to take them another six years to rebuild the defense. What do you mean? I mean, but not just that. I I think... That's really what it is, though, is the fact that the the front office isn't going to allow him to to have that kind of impact. You know what I'm saying? Because he's going to end up... um, 
because he's going to end up on a lot of teams with like only offenses or only defenses. He's going to have to luck, kind of luck into a championship. Well, no, so all I was saying is like those other quarterbacks that you were talking about, they all have more of a physical like stature to them than Russell Wilson. And I, I, I feel like there's always a chance that what happens with with every like undersized quarterback could eventually happen with him. I understand that he's like well built and muscular and everything, but like there there is a point where your size works against you playing in the quarterback so, position. So you're purely speaking from like an injury risk perspective. Yes. Yes. Well, what about uh, Drew Brees? I'm also looking at it from like a, lo- a longevity perspective. That could affect like his his injury proneness because he just realized if I if I take care of my body now, you know, uh, it'll be better. I think that's something that um, looking back, maybe Kobe realized a little bit too late. You know what I'm saying? That definitely. I, I gotta I gotta take care of my body. So now people are on the train. Let me do it like ahead of time. Let me invest and maybe come year 16, 17, 18, 20, I'll still be able to perform. So he so even if he doesn't necessarily get greater, he's still going to like maintain the level of consistency and success that he has right now, which will end up paying off. Because eventually, if you if with a Drew Brees, you know, if I stay consistent for this long, eventually they're going to be able to put the pieces around me. That's going to get us. It's going to maximize me and allow me yes. to take over and win all this stuff. I completely agree with that. And I think that's that's like the new era athlete mindset. You know, like I feel like in the past it's been so like me, 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 vanity, and now it's kind of like me, but for me for twenty years. You know what I'm saying? Instead of me for right now, right this moment, it's 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 a different kind of per- perspective. And I think people like LeBron have kind of laid the the blueprint for oh, all no. these young players. LeBron absolutely has laid the blueprint because there's no way that you should be in year nineteen or, or sorry eighteen. 18. And be able to play forty minutes, three straight nights, and produce wins, and, and still be looked yeah. at as the best. Yeah, like you're still the standard. I think what I think what LeBron was able to do is a lot of people have had it. Maybe they've had the body, maybe they've had the athleticism, maybe they've had the smarts or something or like that. Or... But he just finally was one the one that came together and was like, I'm gonna put it all together. I'm going to do it all. And then Tom Brady got his thing where he had his own team and the TB system. And he, and even though Belichick supposedly alienated that, but he just like, you know, if I, if I get my own people and I do my own thing and I really go the extra mile to investing in, in the body and what it's capable of, you, you can I, I, achieve you, magic. Yeah. Cause I was, was going to say his formula in new England was so similar to, um, like you see it with Drew Brees. Drew Brees and him have almost the exact same, or him in New England have the exact same game. Where it's like I'm going to throw a lot of short passes. We're going to hand the ball off and have a you know a running game that kind of kind of support me. And I'm going to score touchdowns when there's opportunities to score touchdowns. And hit you over the top. Yeah. Versus versus like I'm just going to keep throwing the ball down the field all game and, and bear, trying to embarrass people. It's like it's a different approach. It's a little bit slower I mean, and meticulous. And they they did have that one year where they did just want to throw over the top and embarrass everyone. Correct. And what happened? I mean, 
apparently the only person that Tom Brady can lose to a Super Bowl. Win. That's what I'm saying. So, 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 so the year that Tom Brady was checking the ball downfield and being vain and trying to set records and stuff was the year that they no, set the ultimate record and lost no, lost the big one. So this is what I'm gonna say. <laughs> okay, Kansas City this year just throwing all over everybody. Yes, <laughs> no. just being disrespectful, and then you and then you know when you need to chip. For five yards at a time and trudge down the field, you don't have that. Well, no, all, all I was, all I was going to say was just the fact that apparently, if you're not a team from the NFC East, you you don't stop Brady in the playoffs. Also true, and apparently, all all his losses are his losses to the are NFC East. East. Giants, Giants, Eagles. Those are his three losses. His three losses. Oh, you're talking about the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yes. If Brady gets there, and it's not from the NFC East, he said you can count on it. He said take that. The, to the only Bears. way to make sure this happens is to play in the NFC, so I can't see them in the in the Super Bowl. Well, no, no. <laughs> so right. That's the only way to make sure it doesn't happen. Oh. We saw him in the first round, and we <laughs> woo, we took care of it. <laughs> <laughs> which is why, once again, now that that's out the way, no, which is why, once again. I feel like the Giants would have been the team to upset the Bucks this year. The Giants fell apart just because the whole quarterback thing was just bumbled and concussions yeah. and Colt McCoy. And but, but all I'm saying, like, they, they almost Saquon. beat them either earlier oh in the God, season. Oh, my God. But, like, the, 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 the Saquon was so early, you know. They were kind of over that by that time. I mean, but it's not about Saquon or anything like that. All I'm saying is I think the Giants would have been the, the NFC East team to upset them this year. That's all. Awesome. Irony, right? It would, it would have been the funniest, like possible outcome. Because that's why the Giants were so upset at Philly. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, it was destiny. <laughs> we did our part, <laughs> Brian. Let, let's let's just go down that hypothetical like lane. What would you have done if you guys had lost to the Giants in the playoffs? And it just seems like the NFC East is Tom Brady's Achilles heel. It would really be the job. I would have celebrated Tom Brady getting us back to the playoffs because it had been so long. And then I would have been like, Tom Brady bought the NFC East curse with him. <laughs> <laughs> but we used him to get back to the playoffs. Anyone but Washington could have done it. <laughs> Washington just didn't have the have the offense to, you know, I mean, do anything. It doesn't help that Dan Snyder is... Trying to become Jerry Jones 2.0. Incompetent? You trying to become James Dolan 2.0. Yuck. It, no, no, no. Uh, who was the guy that had the Clippers before before oh, Bomber? Donald Sterling. Yeah, he's trying to become Sterling 2.0. I don't think he's going that bad. No, I think say, this is just purely incompetence. He, he's not gonna. He's not gonna t- talk about. Asian women and blacks. And are, are, wait, wait. Are we sure about that? <laughs> I mean, hopefully. Did, did, didn't Washington have all that like internal stuff going on, like the misogyny and all? Was that misogyny? It was just a uh, yeah. That was a that was a pretty bad time for, uh, for 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 that franchise. It's just amazing how like you can have parallels in different sports with different ownership groups and everything. Like you got all that stuff going on with the Cubs right now and baseball and stuff like that. Is that where the where the guy was talking about the girl and trying to hit on her? No, so, no, that was the Mets, wasn't it? No, no. So he he was the new Mets GM, <laughs> God. but that was he was mess. in the Cubs organization when it happened. Oh, God, man, 
Isn't this like kind of what happened back with the the Astros after that thing came out? No, the Astros was a cheating. Game. Yeah, that was a and cheating scandal. It, it, it oh, was yeah. a cheating. No, oh, it, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't a cheating scandal. They they cheated, and oh, yeah. they do not deserve to have that World Series Agreed. because I can't I can't believe the lack of inaction by the MLB for that. You, you you said that it was okay to cheat in order to win a World Series. That oh that one like. I know our father is a Dodgers fan, and his team would have benefited from the MLB vacating that uh, World Series. They'd have two right now instead of one. But I would rather them just have no one win that World Series and let the Astros keep it. I agree. They should have vacated it 100%. Um, Yeah, there's been a bunch of... um, there have been a bunch of incidents uh, in in baseball recently, and I just don't really like that trend um, as a fan of the sport, you know. But yeah, I mean, it it, it is what it is at, the, at this point. As long as my Tigers aren't in any of these scandals, I mean, the Tigers aren't going to be in any scandals because they're not good. Burn. You're saying out of this. No, no, you're Brian, saying out of this. No, I don't got nothing to say. First of all, it's, it's not a burn. I'm just stating straight facts right now for the Tigers. They are not good. Right We're now. in a rebuild. You've been Trust the process. <laughs> that's still messed up. Since like 20, 20, 2014. Yeah, that's yeah. still messed up. You just kind of throw it in his face like that. Just like no, no salt, no pepper, just bland white rice. No, no, no. <laughs> Here's the thing. Honestly, the MLB right now is just in a situation where you're if you're in the NL, you're hoping that the Dodgers beat themselves. Correct, because they just have the most. I mean, they have. Everything. It's a it's a non cap sport. I mean, I love the fact that there's not a cap. Non cap sport <laughs> means that New York and only Texas love, and you know, I only love the LA fact. have the have the best market. No, but here's the thing: the the thing that I think baseball needs to do is baseball needs to have a cap floor because so you know how uh, Trevor Bauer signed with the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's making. Forty million. Give me one second to like. So, so, so you're right. saying just because some people are going to take advantage of the of no cap floor, just in order to get on a good team, stack it up. So he's making forty million dollars this year. Uh-huh. That is more. Like he individually is making more than three entire franchises' payrolls. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's making more than the. Uh, Pirates, Orioles, and Indians. He's making more than the entire franchises. And the Indians, and the Indians are what two years removed from a championship run? Three years removed? Well, yeah, I mean, well, they traded Lindor. No, I'm, I'm saying like, yeah, they're they're talking about trading, uh, or they traded Clevenger last year. They're talking about, or there have been trade rumors about Jose Ramirez, which the Braves need their base. You're being so hopeful. Ben, look, the way that I look at it at this point is the only way you can beat the Dodgers is if you can hopefully, like, out-hit them. And that's not easy. It's not easy. They can hit the fucking ball. They can hit the ball and they can pitch. They, yeah. If they wanted to, they could have a seven-man rotation. Yeah. They have seven legitimate starters. Then, then how are you sitting here fighting for the for the the, the cap or the, the, the no, no cap? No, I said the floor. I 
I personally love the fact that there's no cap in baseball because it lets it, it lets teams super teams it lets teams potentially get themselves in trouble financially. You I mean like it. real world financially? Yeah. Okay, but at the same time, you have a budget for a reason. Oh, you want to pay for all of this? Okay. What's it gonna cost you later? <laughs> like, right? You just, you just like, you just. I gotta sell my yacht. <laughs> you want to encourage gluttony? No, no. But here's the thing: we've seen that the that a salary cap wouldn't necessarily matter in baseball, just because of the fact that who was one of the low teams. salary teams have, yeah. have won it too. The, the Rays were in the World Series last year, correct? And 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 you have like when the Royals won, they they had like the. What like they, the, the they, fifth they were, lowest? They are they're in the bottom. Yes. Cap, yeah. They, they they had like the fifth lowest or sixth lowest. Yeah, cap like, kept the entire. It's league. just the way that it, baseball is where a cap. I feel like doesn't matter. It it kind of well it kind of doesn't it kind of doesn't because people small market teams if they really think that a player is worth it have to over. Uh, um, Bryce Harper. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Phillies. Harshly overpaid for him. But here's the thing: the, the and Phillies, and DC was like, okay, you can have it. No, the, we'll, we'll win one without him. Philly's not a small market relative to the the biggest markets. It is. Yeah, but Philly and Washington are similar size markets. Correct. But I'm just saying you, you you had to. Some people have to have to put the entire house on a player when other franchises are kind of like, eh. What is three hundred million dollars? You know what I'm saying? Like they're just kind of throwing money at people, versus other franchises who had to actually had to budget in order to make it happen. Um, but yeah, we just, that was super tangential. Let's let's get back. Uh, we were going to talk about if Tony Romo and Tom Brady. Speaking of Tom Brady's greatness, his ability to put it all together and be a good quarterback. You know, up uh, up top. If we swap Tom Brady and Tony Romo. Do they have the same careers? Not quite. Because, or not quite, but similar. For the simple fact that we just kind of seen that Tom Brady's mind just works different. But. You say Tom Brady's mind works different, but. But. When you watch Robo call a Brady game, he calls everything that. Brady's about to do. But Tom, Tony Romo is also a special quarterback. Mm-hmm. I hate the slander that Romo got over the years. Agreed. He did not deserve it. Agreed. Romo is a special quarterback. Romo was a, a actual diamond in the rough. He he bent he basically was on a poor team. He he got bogged down by Jerry Jones and his whatever he's suffering from that he makes him think that he's just the the best owner ever and that his team is just the greatest still and whatever he does is go to turn to gold but that they kind of held they held him back now he could have definitely been in New England I don't know because New England's team was bad too. I don't think New England's team was were that good outside for like a couple years. But like, say for no, 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 Brian. We, I'm we gonna say over this last yes. week, defense and offensive lines, defenses. defense and offensive they lines. But all right, on the same thing, he didn't have anybody to throw to in New England for the most part. Their receivers weren't that great. Correct, but a lot of a lot of the game was predicated on the scheme. So if, right. So if it, so if you have a player who's good at, with a scheme like Tony Romo clearly was. 
you know, he, he had the ability to read plays really well, to make good throws, you know, wherever on the field. Like, he, he could do anything. Like so, if he got better well, receivers, if you put it, Dallas would have been a problem. Yes, correct. Actually, they would have been a problem. Correct. Yeah. Which is why I feel like, I feel like. But that's before he it, really it, had a line, too, which is part of why he, he's bro- so broken down. Yes. The, the line got good towards the end of his career, not when he first started and was trying to make things happen. Yeah. I, I, all I want to say was, like, if we if you were to switch them, I think Romo probably wins four Super Bowls. I'm not saying he gets to seven. Or he gets to ten like Brady da, da, did, or he wins seven of them. But he probably wins four. I think three or four is fair. And then I think that instead of Brady being who he was, he is a great commentator for CBS right now. I like... I think if Brady would have got Zeke, and if he would have had that line that Dak had, like if you switched Romo and and but, Dak, but wait, but wait, but wait, that would have been wait, a good no. Both, is, both both of them had a had an injury year. Tony Romo got injured that year. No, I'm, likewise, no. Brady had an a, the ACL year that Matt Castle played. No, I'm saying like if you give like if you if Romo, I'm sorry, Romo, if Romo would have came in and. If it had been Romo and Zeke and that team where they went thirteen and three or whatever, I, I could have seen similar results in that situation. Oh, they no, they could have won a Super Bowl that year if they had had Tony Romo instead of Dak. And Dak played great. He did play good. But but Romo was hurt. Romo Romo would have yes, but Romo would have had the mental to get them. I, I agree. I think he would have got like, them over the top. Yeah, yeah. I I completely agree with. I that. I think Romo was a good quarterback that suffered from. Jerry Jones hubris. That's what it was. That well, that and, and well, it, Jerry well, Jones said he was the reason that they won in the nineties. He was the pen to paper that was the reason why we won in the nineties. He started throwing some cash around, and then they won. And he's like, "So I'm just throwing cash around at everybody." That's how I did it before. Set a poor precedent. Um, it's untenable because you you end up paying too many people, and in a cap sport, you only have so much sugar to you know divvy around so you end up having to short people unless you you go like the NBA and you have a luxury tax yeah but luxury can you imagine having a luxury tax you can, you, can, you can only luxury tax so much that's you, true th- until, you, until you hit the hard cap there is an umbrella you, it's not, it, and, it's and not I, like you it's, it's not like you can just luxury tax it up and just pay as much no, as you no, want I know but what I'm saying is could you imagine if there was like a luxury tax in football like there was in uh, basketball you'd have, you'd have super teams well, not only that, I feel like the small market teams might be a little bit more interesting just because of the fact that because in basketball, that luxury tax money goes towards those teams that don't have as much. I, I feel like it would make football more interesting. Whenever we get back towards relegation, we'll get... <laughs> that, that would be interesting considering the, the Chiefs, when they had to fit paying almost 500 billion towards Patrick Mahomes into their salary cap imagine if they just could have paid a luxury tax mm-hmm. like once again it completely changes the way that football works so it'd be really interesting no I think I, I definitely think that that would that would cause a um, a concentration of it sounds bad but a concentration of powers kind of like the situation that, that the Rams had when they tried to build up and their Jerry Jones come to time. Providence he's just like I got money who want to come to Dallas and yeah. make us the champs again. But I feel like every, all the rules in the 90s were, were made in order to prevent Dallas from being good cap-wise. Because Jerry Jones would use a lot of, you know, contractual flexibility and gaps in the in the verbiage back in the 90s to get people paid. 
So, I mean... Or in before we have another situ- situation like Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> that man has the greatest contract of all time. <laughs> the unlimited contract. Like, it's I not feel unlimited. Like, it ends in like 2030. Oh, yeah. You know, like he's that. only been out the league for like 15 years. Like, what? <laughs> and he's still getting paid for another 10, 15? Like, My man just took a loan from the MLB. Like, I'll sit not out. Not from the MLB, from the Mets. Oh. From the Mets, oh, yeah. specifically. And... I feel like if I was him, I would just walk up in, into the Met Stadium whenever I wanted to and just t- take shit. I, if, if, if I want a hot dog, that's my hot dog. Take it out of my check. <laughs> like, <laughs> put it on my tab. Like, this. Y'all are paying for this. I'd be up in there all the time. They would know my face. Oh, Bobby's back. Like, it would. <laughs> Have a seat with my name on it. Dude, I would. I get to use the special entrance. And no one would. What, 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 you gonna t- what, what are you going to tell me? You owe me. You owe you me. Owe me. <laughs> no, absolutely not. You ain't gonna tell me where I can go in my stadium. <laughs> you ain't gonna tell me I can't have my hot dog. Like what? Yeah, you can see. This is why you can't give some people money because <laughs> I'd, I'd be silly in his situation. I'd be on ESPN every other week, boy. I would go to the commentary box. They'd be like, "What are you doing up here, Bobby?" It's my commentary now. <laughs> like I, all of it. Show up on Bobby Benia Day. <laughs> with a with a picture of, of yourself on the shirt, like it's my day. I should get free tickets. My day, free. Nah, boy, I, I, that's lifetime tickets. You're paying me. It, but yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Tony Romo definitely had the the kind of potential that any good quarterback needs. He was in such, such a terrible situation. Absolutely, it's 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 sad to see. Um. Brian, I'm pretty sure you had the, the, the two early rankings. Yes. We're we, we want to go over that. We're going to run through the top ten, and then we're going to touch on where um, my team falls because it's not anywhere within the top ten. Okay. So, uh, ESPN has their two early power rankings for the 2021-2022 season. And uh, their uh, number one team, uh, Kansas City Chiefs. I think that's fair. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. I mean, their their logic is what I'm pretty sure everyone's logic is. You still have Andy Reid. You still have Patrick Mahomes. Surprise, <laughs> surprise. Yeah, I mean, you're starting in a great spot. Uh, number two, the Buffalo Bills. I think that's also fair, but I don't know what the Bills' cap situation is as far as the defensive side of the ball. Because if, if they get a little bit more defense... They were. I mean, they're in a. I mean, they're in a good spot moving mm-hmm. forward. They're definitely in a great spot. So, yeah. uh, number three is the Green Bay Packers. I I'd put them a little bit lower. As long as Aaron Rodgers comes back. I mean, as long as Rodgers is back and all they 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 gotta get him something. Just what? But what? What, what do you think they need? Do you think they need a cornerback? Do you think they need a, a safety? Do you think they need a, a, a linebacker? Do you think I would need... love for us to somehow figure out how to get JJ Watt to Green Bay. I I, I would love that. Wouldn't everybody? I was about to say like that's like <laughs> that's a fantasy trade for any team. Like what? Give, can can the Cowboys have JJ Watt? There's no team that would be like. Are you interested in J.J. Watt? And he'd be like, no, nah, we're good. No. <laughs> I mean, he hasn't been Defensive Player of the Year, J.J. Watt, but he's still Because he good. put up Defensive Player of the Year. No, he, he put up MVP stats, and they said, uh, Aaron Rodgers had a pretty good year, too. 
I wouldn't be trying that hard. I would. I would never try that hard ever again. Or did Aaron Rodgers never won? Huh? Did he lose to Brady? No, he, he he lost to Aaron Rodgers. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. In what year? Fourteen. Yeah, whenever he, whenever JJ mm-hmm. Watt lost, won Defensive Player of the Year, was the year that he didn't win MVP, which was the year that he lost it to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers won it in eleven fourteen in this year. Had to be one of them. All right, number four is the Tampa Bay Bucks. Fair. I mean, I, I think it. I think it's fair to have your top four be the top four teams from each division. So it was. Yeah, it was twenty fourteen. JJ Watt. Yeah. Okay. That was his year, and <laughs> Aaron Rodgers beat him out for it. But uh. Number five is one that I think is interesting. I don't know if I put them this high. Uh, Los Angeles Rams. Way too high. Way I don't too know if it's high. way too high, but it's too high. Way too high. Maybe top ten, not number five. Matt Stafford, like, are, like who? Why are we hyping Matt Stafford? Matt Stafford has been very good working with not a lot, Benjamin. Yeah, but he's been good working with not a lot. Not like... Super, time to take him to the Super Bowl. Like, but, but that's the point. He's been very good with not a lot. Now you're giving him a lot more than he had. On both sides of the ball. Yeah. Like, Matt Stafford is going to do good things with the Rams. Uh, number six is the Baltimore Ravens. I don't like that. I will say this. Uh, I think they could potentially get better. They... They, they need some weapons in the passing game. And this is what we were talking about. I've been saying this since day one. Yeah. They, they, they need someone in the passing game. So they'll, they'll probably be looking for a receiver that they can sign this offseason or... They found their running back this year in the this past year. Yeah, or, 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 or a running back... Or, sorry, or, or a wide receiver in the draft. But one of those has to happen. Uh, number seven is the Cleveland Browns. Need a new quarterback. No way. Do they? I like them where they are. I just think I think that they need OBJ back, and then um, I'm out on Baker Mayfield. I'm also uh, no 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 no. Don't get me wrong. I'm not big on, on Baker Mayfield, but I think that Baker Mayfield is enough game manager to the point where the team will can get him over the hump. And, I mean, they also just have so much young talent that's under contract. Like, the only thing I would say is, do you think they have a better season this year if uh, Odell doesn't go down? They played better after Odell went down. No. So, at, at that point, if you're the Browns, do you trade him? I would. No. Uh... I mean, I don't think he was a liability. I do think that he's worth keeping. He's kind of like, if you got, if I got two guns, sure, I don't need two. But, you know, <laughs> when I come to the fight, I got a lot better chance. I don't need to sell one for profit. I, all I'm saying is they played a significantly better Baker is as a systems quarterback does not need that kind of distraction on his offense, and, and that's why I say, do you trade him? Especially, like especially when, sense. especially when your team is predicated through the run. Because like you're Jordan Baker. That's no. but that's me. I just I'm not sold. I, but I, but I think but I think Baker trade Baker fine. for who? I don't care. 
No, I do care. Uh, find somebody better, please. Just not Baker. Deshaun. <sighs> Absolutely. Absolutely. All I'm going to say is if you're the Browns and you can somehow turn Baker into Deshaun, you're winning your division. GM you're, you, of the year. Yeah. <laughs> you, you might have, like... GM of the decade. You, you might be, like, just ready to uh, take over that position from the Chiefs. Cause I know the NFL doesn't... doesn't the Browns block, have a lot of talent. I know the NFL mm-hmm. doesn't, doesn't block trades very often. I'm going to block that trade. I'm going to be like, for For... For game purposes, we can't do this. For football purposes. For football purposes. Or sorry, football reasons. We can't. We For football reasons, we cannot do this. Because then we give y'all all the offense. We give y'all a really competent quarterback. They can throw the ball deep or short or whatever you ask them to do. And you give you any of a running game. What? And you have a defense. Put him up against Pat Mahomes. That'll be a matchup. Who would be fun to watch? That'll be a matchup. The... The Cleveland Browns with Deshaun Watson versus the Kansas City Chiefs with Odell and Jarvis Landry and the two running backs. Oh, It'd be fun to watch. No, I don't like that because then it would threaten Mahomes' legacy. No, because then no, that's but that's not. I don't. I don't. I have no no love, no extra love for for Patrick Mahomes. He's good, but like it's not like I want him to be the be the goat. Real. Um, no, I don't like that because then the game two weeks later would be less exciting than that game in the AFC Championship. Whoever they play in the Super Bowl, that would not be nearly as entertaining as that game. That game in the AFC Championship would be fire. That'd be it. That'd be the best game of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Make it happen, Cleveland. <laughs> make it. Do it for everyone. Don't do it for yourself. Do it for everyone who enjoys football. They, for oh, Cleveland. they invested so much. What if, in what if they went? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Baker and Odell for Deshaun. Straight up. That's it. We'll take. I, I'd take that. Would you take I, that? I feel like if you're the Texans, you have to take that. Does that not sound like I feel a, like you have to take does that? Does that not sound like a handshake to shake to y'all? You have to take that. You have to take that. Because you put Deshaun on the team even without. Like minus those two plus one. You got two workhorse running backs in at that. And and you still have options on on offense. You yeah. still have wide wide receivers. You you you, you, you draft Landry and you still yes. have Njoku and tight end. And you just draft another another speed out. Like hello, <laughs> like come on, that'd still be amazing. That, the 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 Texans probably couldn't get a better offer than that. Short of someone doing what the Rams do and giving them a ton of picks, I think the I think the Browns would would do that. I, think I hope the, the Browns do that. I think the Browns, I hope the Browns do would do that. I hope the Browns do that. Like I know that I'm not a GM, but I would do that. Uh, next on the list, the Seattle Seahawks. I feel like whenever you have Russ, you're, you're in the top ten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> this next one might surprise you guys: San Francisco 49ers. That's Why would tough. that surprise me? That's tough. Top ten. I feel like they're trying to balance it between the NFC and the AFC, so they're going like best NFC teams, best AFC teams, and I think that the Saints are out of it because who breathes? And then I think that um, yeah, there, there's no NFC East team that's that should be in the top ten. So that sounds that doesn't sound too off to me. Okay. Uh, next but three, but three three West NFC West teams, not a single NFC East team. That's hilarious. I mean, it's not surprising. No, it's not. 
It's hilarious. I didn't say it's, it's, it's shocking. It's just it, it's oh. funny. <laughs> uh, next is the Tennessee Titans to round out the top ten. Fair enough. I think they got a pretty solid base. I don't think that the Titans will ever get over the hump though with this current iteration of their team. That's sad. I don't disagree because <laughs> Derrick Henry can't run them all the way to a, to, to a Super Bowl, and Tannehill proved that when if Derrick Henry ain't it, he ain't it. So they're kind of in a Blake Bortles situation where it's like this team is really good. Our quarterback's just not ever going to get us over the hump if we run into a roadblock. They need a they need a, one of those speed outs. Someone who can just run a, just run down the field, just go post just. like a like a. Like a CD Lamb, Jerry Judy, one of those. If they would have got one of those speed outs in this draft, because it was quite a few of them. Mm-hmm. Philly's wasting theirs and Jalen Rager. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because CD, but that, that's exactly what I was saying about the Browns. That's why you just trade Odell, because you can always just pick up a young guy who's quick, quick, and give you a deep option. You know what I'm saying? Always. There, there's a, there's ten of those every draft. You just, you just got to find one. You know. So. And you can get one in like second round, third round. It didn't have to be like a, fir- a first rounder. Like you, you, you don't need the, the 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 bell of the ball. You don't need to pay him the big bucks. No, not at all. Yeah. And then just didn't did the Bucks have one of those too? Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller's not a burner. He's not. But he but he was a rookie who served a, a role on the team. Well, not, not a rookie, you know? but you know, close enough. No, your your Young burner guy. is uh, Mike Evans. Correct. Who's also your best skill guy. Mike Evans is the best, best wide receiver on that team. That's the thing about it. Yeah. Uh, and then we wanted to talk about where your Cowboys came in. Unless we just want to go through the list and not talk about other teams. No, just just Cowboys. You know, hit the highlights. Yeah. Wait, wait. Where were the Bugs? The four. four. Oh, I missed that. Sorry. I was like... <laughs> we're four. I was like, disrespect. They're not in the top ten? That's, that's dirty. Uh, <laughs> top ten ain't that old shit. Your, your Cowboys come in at 19. Feels a little low. I mean, that's the top of all the NFC East teams. Still feels about two spots too low. Bunch of question marks, man. Like what? Like the health, physical health of your key players. Now, I mean, the real question is, does Dak get a deal or do you guys franchise him again? Franchise. He's not going to like that. He has no choice. He's coming off of an ankle injury. Rough man, what you mean? That's rough. He need. I think he should get paid. I, I I'm a, wait, 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 wait. We, ben, we, we know that you support Dak. If we, we go upstairs right now, I, you will find a Dak jersey in my closet. A Dak jersey. I love this man. I it it broke my heart seeing him try to bang his ankle back in place with it completely broken, just to realize that his his season. What do you mean completely broken? His, his dangling, hanging the wrong way, dangling. So yeah, so I, I I love his heart. I love his story. I love everything about Dak. But at the end of the day, he didn't want to come down to his price last year when he should have. He got injured, so now he has to play with an injury. We don't even know if, he, if he's going to play half or any amount of the season. He'll play the full season. It, it's an assuming that he's like mobile enough to do it, he'll play the whole season because it happened early enough in the regular season. And they rushed him to surgery immediately. Yeah. Yeah. But still, and he he was walking whatever like a month and a half ago, but it 
it's it is I I don't know. I think that you're playing you're coming off of a bad injury, lower body as a quarterback. Your footwork ankle at that. Your footwork and your ability to move the pocket in today's game is paramount. So I as a Cowboys fan, and I love this man. I'm a Dak fan and a Cowboys fan. You cannot overpay him. You have to franchise him in order to keep his his cost down because he's not going to want his cost down. But franchising him is a way of overpaying him. Correct. But it's, it's overpaying him for a year, not overpaying him for the next five years. It's not locking yourself into him in case he falls off a cliff. If we if we pay him what he wants to get paid, if we pay him forty million dollars a year, and then he can't. You know, he's mentally not there. He's he's physically not there. He can't th- throw the ball anymore. What do we do? We have a we have a five year contract, forty million dollars a year, a gigantic cap hit, and what? You, like that? Like that's that's all I'm saying is is I I get it. Like we owe him, but at the same time. He has to be able to produce or else it's just us wasting money that could go elsewhere on the roster. And then, you know, it could help the team be the team be better, not just Dak be, be, be better. He's getting paid a lot of money. I'm not I don't feel bad for his for not getting three years of security like they want to pay him long term. But he also needs to be able to throw a football still. Unfortunate times, man. Unfortunate times. Unfortunate timing. Yes. Should I say yes. It's because he played so hard. He played so hard off of a rookie contract, you know? He he put his heart out there and, you know, as a late draft, but he he played for a big boy contract. So I think he, he deserved to get paid, but it's like, you should have taken that first deal that they put on the table for, for four years. Because he had a four-year, like, $40 million contract. He wanted, he wanted a fifth year and he wanted, like, another, like, $2 million a year. And it's like... I get it. You were underpaid, but if we overpay, you're gonna your numbers are gonna look worse, and it's not gonna do anybody any good. My man said, "I want to be a cowboy, baby." I, I want him to be a cowboy too, man. But three years ago, that you know, it's tough. It's tough. All right, we're gonna go ahead and shift to basketball real quick, um, briefly. Just a little bit of basketball talk. Um, how we feeling? About the Rockets. Brian, I know you're a Rockets fan. They, they've looked significantly better without Harden than they've looked with him. Uh, yeah, just new game plan. Move the ball around, run offense, not just dribble, 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 beat my man one-on-one. Um, so I was fortunate to see, I was telling Ben, last night's game against the Hornets looked very stagnant, very similar to the offense with Harden and Dan Tony were just kind of sitting around waiting for somebody to kind of get a shot. So Chris Paul, oh, Chris John Wall. Why not say Chris Paul? John Wall has performed very well. He's he's moving the ball. He's penetrating. He's he's scoring points, and he just got our offense looking like like a, a basketball team, like a basketball team again. Um, shout out to the Hornets last night. They were they outplayed us. They you know they were moving the ball around. Lamella Balls, rookie of the year, gotta be, gotta be. He's just playing well on a in an unfortunate situation. But as far as the state of the team, we're definitely pretty much on, in a soft rebuild. We're using some some budget all stars to kind of 
keep us competitive to, I would believe, just kind of make people make Houston stay attractive to attract some people like, look, you know, we didn't have much, but we're still competitive. We're doing things. We got a whole new coach, a whole new system. Thunder. Yeah, bring some people. Yeah, we are, just like the Thunder were. Everybody thought that they would be worse than they actually were, but then they remained competitive with a bunch of solid pieces. And I think that we're basically the same place that they were last year. I think especially when you do that in in the West, it says something, you know what I'm saying? It's it's easy to stay afloat in the East. Currently, you know, like sixth place in the East is under 500. So... You know, it's easy to fall in the East. In, in in the West, when you're that eighth, eighth seed, ninth seed kind of team where you still hang in there and you're, you're competitive every night, you can take one from the big guys. I think that's a, that says a lot for, you know, how your franchise if, – if your franchise is capable of doing a soft rebuild, that, that already says something. You know, you know what I'm saying? Right. Because not every franchise is capable of doing a soft – most of them had to do hard rebuilds where it's like tear it all, all the way down, build it all the way back up through draft picks and big trades, you know, with, with pretty much nothing on your cap. So – yeah, I, I think that one right there, huge, huge. The ability to even, you know, have a franchise that can do a soft rebuild says a whole lot. I think those only exist in in the West. Look at look at Toronto. I'd say, involuntarily, Toronto isn't a soft rebuild. And their soft rebuild looks a lot worse than uh, the Rockets' soft rebuild or the, or the Thunder's soft rebuild. Yeah, it looks a lot Significantly. Worse. Significantly <laughs> worse. They just keep losing pieces. What are they gaining? Dude, I mean, but when I when I say soft rebuild, I, I really do mean though trying to stay moderately competitive while paying pieces that you like and not committing long term to pieces that you don't like. That's like the definition of a soft, soft rebuild, you know. So the the Raptors are trying to hold on to like the, their Van Fleets and their Pascal Siakams without like, you know overpaying they're, they're, they're trying to pay appropriately and pay for long term so they keep them for the next part of this you know of, of their ascension it, they just look bad right now I don't know it's like they keep paying like their, their future stars but they're not maintaining the current stars you know what I mean correct so they keep having the guys who are next up but then they just keep finding more guys who are next up and who's the guy for right now that's that's kind of how I feel that Toronto had and when they won, they assembled a bunch of guys who were just kind of ready right now. And they had a bunch of bunch of guys who were ready with Siakam and Van Fleet, who were the next up. And so, but then every all the pieces around them just disappeared, and they just now they're a shell of their former selves. And they just keep losing and doing none of the gaining. None of the gaining. Um, man, that kind of takes me into my Celtics. I think it's time to blow it up. Maybe I'm early on this. Maybe I'm like overreacting because I feel like everyone is treating me like I'm overreacting. But I think we just gotta blow it up because it just we don't look we don't look good for where we should be in our trajectory of like you know a franchise. I think Danny Ainge had squandered a bunch of draft picks. I think trading for Kyrie Irving was a bad decision long term, as we saw because we barely had anything out of him. Um, Isaiah Thomas was a way better leader, and that team would have done way better with him. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm sad about the Celtics because there's there's my boys, but we're just we're not looking good. We're Tatum is a great player, but he's more of a two than a one. Jalen Brown, same thing. He's more of a two than a one. I just feel like we have a bunch of like all stars and no superstars, and the sum of our parts isn't good enough to get us over the hump. Um. 
I just kind of have a, a eerily similar vibe to what I was just saying about Toronto, where y'all felt like y'all had the the stars of the future who were next up and Tatum and Brown. So you just like, all right, I want to, we're going to invest in those Damn. guys and all in on them. But then you lost like everybody around them, and you're not replacing them with like capable talent. It, it's weird though because Kemba was a good was seemed like a good pickup. But he's played worse for us than he ever played for the Hornets. Or for yeah, for for he's playing Charlotte. better defense for you guys than he yeah. Ever but for the Hornets. his offense is is anemic. He's really really inconsistent. He looks he looks a lot like John Wall did in um in in Washington, where he's you know facilitating and stuff, but he's not really impacting with any kind of scoring. There there's some nights where he only takes like four or five shots. You know, so if if you're the number three option and you're only taking four shots, that's that says a lot about you know confidence and chemistry and all that stuff. You know what Boston needs? Some bigs. I don't want to hear it. We have bigs. Our bigs are just terrible. Then you don't have bigs. We don't need bigs. Who even are your bigs? Lord only knows. We, we have like, then, then does Brian have a point? Ojale <laughs> <like>, and... <laughs> He's not even a big. Ojale's not even a big. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that Taco Fall. Barely. He's not a starter. He's you, not a player. He is a. He is literally a ploy. You've got to. You've got to get. You've got to have some really, really, really strong guard play to be able to start Taco Fall. Some really strong guard play. There's a reason that he was effective in college, not in the pros. That's how, that's how a lot of super tall guys are. Um, yeah. <laughs> Ojale's a power forward. Um, but Jason Tatum's taller than him. Oof. Yeah, Tristan Thompson. Yeah, that's that's really our Tristan height. Thompson's on the mm-hmm. Celtics. He, he's he's one of our acquisitions this offseason. Uh, that I didn't know either. L O L. It's bad, y'all. It's, it's bad. No, y'all. I knew he wasn't in Cleveland. I just didn't know who he was. And Robert him. Williams the third. Yeah, Jason Tatum is our. Sec- Who's Robert Williams the third? Jason Tatum is our <laughs> is our second tallest player, y'all. That's not great. Y'all sound like us. Yeah, Boogie's taller than everyone on I mean, last year. We have we have Taco Fall at 7'5", and then we have Jason Tatum at 6'8", Tristan Thompson at 6'9", and Robert Williams at 30 at 6'8". Yeah, dog. Bigs, man. I don't even know if it's a bigs thing as so far as it's a, it's our power forwards and our guards. shoot lights out. The, the combination of our power forwards and our guards is not potent enough. Like, we have Jeff Teague, who is washed... So we have Jeff Teague, Kimba He's Walker, still in the league? exactly. Jeff Teague and Kimba Walker. I knew that, but he's not that good anymore. I think they proved that in Minnesota. That's what I'm saying, man. So like, we we have no guard play to complement our power forwards. It's 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 bad. Like I think that's our big issue. Not not the other. It's it's not that we need bigs. It's that the people who are small who are handing the ball get no buckets. It's literally down to Jalen Brown and. Jason Tatum. That's what I felt like the Rockets suffered from last year. Without the bigs that can't create space or be able to get rebounds, it's hard to, to score points. You just lose out on so much. No, but you were at least getting something from your guards. You just had nothing from your power forces. You had you didn't have any real power forwards. No, no, Y'all no, had not power forwards. 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 Y'all had a team of guards. Guards. Literally a team of guards. This is not a team of all guards. We have real power forwards, but we have no guards. We need guards. Like we, like Kemba was Kemba was a good option, but he was not the answer, and it, it makes me sad because we were supposed to be good by now, and 
I've just seen us kind of tread water and just kind of like, hold on. I'm upset with the product. I would like to return it. I have no complaints about the Lakers. I want to return that whole Clint Capella to Atlanta trade. (laughs) (laughs) What else? Wait, what else did y'all give? It was essentially a salary dump. Huh? With Clint Capella last year? Yeah, it was a salary dump. It was was not a rocket-friendly trade. No? Like, look it up. We essentially got rid of Capella and we got Robert Covington. Oh, that's good. What? For Atlanta. Yeah, for Atlanta. Yeah, but what is Atlanta doing with um, Clint Capella? Middling in the East. Clint Capella put up like a bunch of games of like 20 and 10. I don't want to hear it. Clint Capella is so overrated. We say middling like they weren't like not middling. They were worse than middling before. They were worse than middling before. They are better. They are a developing young team. (laughs) Who thought that uh, Rondo was going to help put them over the hump? Yeah, I thought that was a... I feel Rondo I feel like on that dumb, move because they're just they have they they don't need two little guards. I'm aware. Look, I'm just glad that Rondo didn't go to the Clippers. Why? Because that worries. Like if you him going to the Clippers worries me more than him going anywhere else. The Clippers need a Rondo because Pat Bev and Lou Williams ain't it. Lou Williams, Lou Williams won't even start. That's because Lou Williams plays no defense, so you just need him for that offensive injection. Although there have been trade rumors uh, saying that the Clippers are saying that both of those guys are available. Who? Lou Williams and Pat Bev. Well, yeah, duh. They're they're trash. Who? Both of them. Who? Who wants Pat Beverly? Let's be honest. They they tried to tra- trade him last year. They couldn't get rid of him. We, I mean, we went down that route. We tried that. I feel like every next. every team that has, with the exception of the Toronto Raptors, any team that has the talent come in and loses the pieces, they play worse. So the Clippers are better are are technically better than than they were when they went up against the Warriors three seasons ago. But I don't think they're actually any better. Like like it, like they're almost in the exact same place. That team was like scrappy. Took the Warriors to seven in the first round. And since then, no one... Chris Paul's Clippers were better, I think. Lob City? Yeah. Chris Paul should have never been on the Clippers. Maybe. I couldn't deal with Chris Paul as a Laker. I couldn't deal. I can't. I <laughs> just thinking about it gives me goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, but the league really did screw over the Lakers. I didn't... I also did not like... Uh, now the league screwed the Lakers, yes, because would the Lakers have won a championship? Absolutely. Why the league did it is because you literally would have traded New Orleans Hornets into obscurity. They had one good thing going for them for the first time in a while, and you just would have took that away. As they were trying to rebuild a franchise. As a Lakers fan, I'm sure you just wanted like, but we would have had so many rings. But then I'm not even thinking about it from New the Orleans just would have collapsed. <laughs> New Orleans would have collapsed. I'm not even thinking about you it from the rings perspective. But that you, trade would have raped them, you, the city of New Orleans and the NBA franchise. You you can't like announce that trade and then have the league veto it. Why not? Because it destroys any kind of team chemistry that you had. 
Remember, Lamar I mean, and Pau Gasol were never the same for the Lakers after as that. As far as that aspect, sure. But when the league just... If that would have happened, it, when it, it would have been able to go through. That would have put the whole league on notice. That you we can just bully out a franchise and they're just forget it. We do want to conserve. It's like, man, we realize that New Orleans, everybody's only coming to see Chris Paul. So if if we take that away, no one's coming to see our games again. We oh, we suck again. Just like in in Waterboy. Before that, they they had nothing. Because you would have you would have raped them the, dry. The, the trade that, the that trade would have destroyed them. Worked them. out for them so well. It worked way better. Did it? For the Clippers? <laughs> we'll, we'll give them to the Clippers. The Clippers need this. The Clippers have also been kind of bad. The Lakers have Kobe. I'm just saying. The I, Lakers have been even... The, let's give it to a team that's actually been worse. All, all I'm saying is we all know that that trade should have happened. No, no, no. All the Lakers fans know that that trade should have happened. There has never been another instance in the NBA of a trade going through and then in the league going like, nah, that's not going to work for us. Because tip, because that's before player empowerment. Everything else happens through the either actual trade means now where you have to give up equal compensation and it has to be in benefit of both. Once te- again, it has to be. What, that because the trade that the Clippers got from, or the the Hornets got from the Clippers, not Hornets, the Pelicans got from the Clippers was so much better. It was more equitable, and the team that, that, that the team turned he was into going AD to, and Austin Rivers. Yeah, the 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 team that he was going to as well was not, you know, it was not a loaded team. Right. It is what it is, man. It is what it is now. Um, but yeah, one more time. No, so it was a three-team trade between the Hornets, Rockets, and Lakers. Uh, the Lakers would have gotten Chris Paul. The Hornets would have gotten Lamar Odom, Kevin Martin, Luis Scola, and Goran Dragic. And Houston would have got Pau Gasol. How, how does... Because the Pelicans they, got the short end of that stick. Regardless of what you say. Far. They got the shortest end of that stick because they're going to wave two of those people. What are you, you talking about? You know what's crazy after that? The Lakers went on to win championships, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Two of them? No. After that? Or that was before? That was after. That was after the two championships. Yeah. That would have been nuts. So then the Lakers just never won again until LeBron. Yeah. Because the league screwed us. This is a team coming off winning two championships. We want to do that winning thing again. Meanwhile, New Orleans, who's never won anything ever. We want to take your best player. Because we need to win championships. Okay, so... (laughs) Brian, there is no comp for this. The... You are aware Clippers, that you are aware, Paul. You are aware that the Lakers traded everything for AD, right? Huh. I'm aware. Okay. Huh. The Clippers uh, traded Eric Gordon, Chris Kamen, Alfred Camino, and Minnesota's unprotected 2012 pick, and two future seconds. You're telling me that's better than what they got from the Lakers and the Rockets in that trade? 
But if I try... No. No, it's not, it's not better. Of course it's not going to be better. When you don't have better to offer, we can't give you better. But when it's better if the poor trades with the poor, whereas when the rich comes down on you and goes, hey, I'm just going to like throw my weight around on you. It's, it's better. What if that's like reverse Robin Hood? From the rich give to the rich. <laughs> no, still from the poor give to the rich. But it's not like they. Once again, I, I, I disagree. Because he's a. He's, this fan. is also a Lakers fan. Lakers fan, like oh my of course God. you wanted that because that would have won you championships, guaranteed. But from the rest of the league standpoint, is it's we're gonna rob from the poor and give to the rich. Yeah, I, I think Lakers if. If you opened up a trade like that, every star would have forced their way out of every bad situation that they were in at, at, at the time, gotten traded for fucking pennies. I mean, really, we know the reason that that trade went through was because of the, or it didn't go through, was because of the fact that the uh, Pelicans were under league ownership. At the Correct. Time. They weren't even the Pelicans; they were still the Hornets. That that was necessary. So I was right when I said the Hornets. Yeah, it was the Hornets. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes. But, yeah. but it's because it would have ruined that team. That team no longer would have been able to f- to float anything. That team wasn't great to begin with. It, it, it was not, but that that would have ruined it worse. And Chris Paul willed them to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He dragged them to the playoffs. Yes, and you he did. And you wanted to take that away. Hey, they would have been getting two-time champion Lamar Odom in that deal. <laughs> two-time heroin champion Lamar Odom. Wow! <laughs> they would have been kidding. <laughs> Just like Cleveland got three-time champion JaVale McGee. I mean... Just like the one. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. Three-time champion JaVale McGee. We need to start giving out a Robert Ori award at the end of the NBA season. Oh, what's his name? Oh, the guy who used to... McCall... McCall's a three-time back-to-back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Batcher McCall, three-time back-to-back-to-back NBA champion. <laughs> Shout out to my boy Lashawn McCoy, two-time back-to-back Super Bowl champion. Playing zero snaps in either Super Bowl. Zero. Boy. But guess who got two fatties on his fingers? No, can I say this though? Lashawn McCoy is one of those people who was like a borderline Hall of Famer. He's being rewarded for the work he put in early in his career. Exactly. He had, he has entirely, <laughs> entirely been rewarded for the work he put in early because his work as of late has not been anything. And he's still winning. But anyway, that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Um, Black Sports Entertainment, make sure you like, share, subscribe, follow on all the forums of social media. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we're on Twitch now. Um, yes, sir. Yeah, make sure you hit us up. Um, we're trying to answer anybody's questions, talk about what you guys want to hear. Um, one more time, this has been Brian. And the rewarded of the faithful, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl champion fan, Brian. Thank you. And we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>